2: Hurry on real to the morning, oh yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
3: Listening to
0: Cobras and Fire, a Pantheon podcast, hosted by LC Fox and Baco. Two guys who will never leave you hanging to watch a basketball game.
2: Breaking up,
0: Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Baco, and with me, as always, is the too close for comfort, Elsie Fox. How are you, Elsie?
4: I am excellent. Thank you for asking. And how are you? I never ask you. I just, I just, I just tell you how I am, and I just move on my day.
0: Yeah, you really well. You're a selfish guy. You don't really think about others in any of these conversations. Uh, I'm well, actually. You, uh, you do ask pretty much every time. I I don't really think either one of us care, though. We just kind of spit it out as kind of like a a pleasant. Well, that's that's the
4: point. Is I. I, I do say it, and then I don't hear what you say, yeah. and I just think about what I'm going to say next. And so, I actually, I do ask you how you're doing. That's good. At least I'm showing social graces.
0: I know for the longest time I always made sure mm-hmm. I answered, I am well, but uh, I have, I think that's yes. season well, that's one. that's right. You do. See, yeah, but, uh, anyway. Sure, sure. That's what triggered yeah, me. I'm like, wait a second. I've said this before. He's had to ask. So, you know, apparently I pay as much attention as you. So, anyway, let's get on with our yeah. individual shows running simultaneously.
4: Sure. No, no, no problem. That's right. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and welcome. Welcome to season seven. Can we call, can we just start calling our show, like break it down by seasons? Should we start reclassing that? <laughs> Might as well. On the yeah.
0: Podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Like the, uh, like an official one does. What if I, what if we name it? Like I name my hot sauce batch one. This is batch seven.
4: Hmm, okay.
0: Batch. We could do that. Start but something yeah, fresh, dude, something new. Yeah. Nobody's done it before. Nobody, not even pods and sods yeah. has called their seasons batches. Nope. Suck nope. on that yeah, crack,
4: or, or, you motherfucker. Uh, yeah, or
1: even Put, roll uh,
0: that up in your crusty jerk sock and
4: wave it from a flag. About, what if you do another what if you do like another grunge, grunge thing you call it a side batch? Mm. What do you think? Ooh, there we go. Side batch. Side batch. Mm-hmm. That's right. But yeah, but I mean, listen, welcome to season 7 everybody. We've got the whole story arc mapped out. Ooh, for, motherfucker. I'm sorry, batch 7. <laughs> everything's planned out we've we've gone to tons of uh uh, meetings and everything like that to make sure that this season is the best and the most concise and a lot of plot twists
0: and like a lot of netflix dramas it's clearly starting out slow
4: (laughs) uh, yeah what we say what we've said is like like stick with copers and fire the first seven seasons not that good they finally (laughs) kick it in season seven yeah
0: you gotta hang in there. Right? Season seven gotta, is what, I'm so, i get—I'm yeah. gonna beat this at least for this one episode. Batch seven is really where it gets spicy. Oh yeah, that's right. But uh, but yeah, if I could just go into the whole too close for
4: comfort um, mm. little adjective or description is you know I would I would think. With this whole just, – just something that happened to me yesterday in line at the uh, at a fine local liquor store, not Total Wine. Supporting the local people more, mm. I guess. Most, only because it's more convenient and closer to where I live. Does, does it, I do they me. have an app? <laughs> yeah, no. Total Wine does. I accept to go – yeah. But anyway, so I'm, so I'm in, uh, in line get, with my swill. And uh, I'm not sure if you've had this recently. I have not had this recently. It's been a while because the pandemic, in theory – should have the whole thing when you're in line six, you know, we're, we're standing further apart from each other. In theory, this has gone out on everything for a while, but what's the last time you've had somebody that's like, like you're in line and you basically, somebody is behind you the whole time and they, you feel like they're actually like on, on your shoulder, almost like a parrot. Like, like they, they can just basically steal your identity off your card. They're that close.
0: It had to be recent. More often than you would you would believe. I it, it's something, really it's something that, that drives me crazy. Um to get a little side tangent on you. I, I, I just the concept of a line when you're waiting anywhere, grocery store, convenience store, to get yeah. into a concert, to go to the bathroom, single file, or if there's multiple lines, just stay straight, stand directly behind the person, you know, the space thing is 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 one thing. The other thing is that sometimes people just kinda hover and you don't know, are you in line? Are you not in line? Why are there three people behind me, but you're to the left of me? But, yeah, I get really touchy when people – look, I, 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 less than six feet probably every time I go out now. But what you're talking about, once a week? I don't know. Just Re- Okay, I haven't, a had I haven't had it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, I,
4: I would say that that's the one positive thing from from the pandemic was this, this social is norm of just being – it, it was for a while, but this guy, this motherfucker, I mean, people, I don't know if he's like, man, I am glad there's, there's no more masks because I'm going to get right up in your business because <laughs> this guy was like, to Lick the point in where you could feel them. pretty <laughs> much. Like, you you could feel his heartbeat. Like, if this was, I can tell you this much. If this was my wife behind me in line, I'd say, back the fuck off. Give me some room. That's how uncomfortable, uncomfortably close this person was and it's where that part where like is this a is this a deal where they're actually watching your credit card number or watching your pin number they're, he was i mean at one point you pr- I turned around and looked at him. again it's at the liquor store too so you're like is this guy just you know it's four o'clock it's a saturday maybe the guy's already half hammered and he doesn't even know where he is you know yeah. he's he's right up there but uh i don't know it's the first time i've had that for a while where, where i just felt it just felt odd and 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 it's one of those things like i i don't want to be close to anybody in general public but this just just i mean does
0: he think he's gonna lose his place in line he's he's fucking right there people you're spiraling so many memories (laughs) i was at cheapo records yesterday it's a place where i took crags with the record store in minneapolis uh anyway this guy was buying a pile of cassettes and it was like fifty-seven bucks, and he only had fifty, so he like take these three off. So this is recently. This is yesterday when I was buying Gene's birthday gift. Um, Cassettes. Uh, Gene Vogel t- uh, turns fifty the day of this recording, so happy birthday, Gene. Uh, Gene Vogel, uh, host of the Disciples of the Watch podcast, and of course the panty dropping, uh, the panty dropper of the band oh, Mortificator. Yeah. So uh, I, I, his his birthday party was last night, so I stopped at Cheapo Records to get him a, a gift, and I got him a, a doozy. A cassette. Hopefully. Hopefully he'll... Uh, no, I got him a couple of vinyls. Uh, hopefully he'll okay. uh, he'll share them, but I don't want to spoil it. Uh, anyway, uh, the guy in front of me directly uh, that I was standing hovering right on his ass and licking his ear. Um, <laughs> he, he had a big old pile of cassettes. And it was, like I said, it was like 57 plus tax. You know, whatever, 57 and some change. He had $50. So he just kind of like slid like four of them aside. And the guy takes them off. He's like, you're still $2 over. So he slid like three more off. And now he was like... $7.50 under what he Good had God. so the guy right. gives him his change and he hands the guy gets his change and he hands the $5 back to the cashier and says can I get this in quarters <laughs> Like, what, is he going to an arcade thinking the same thing he's like what are you there, there's no Pac-Man machine in here man it's like <laughs> I'll tell you what, I got my bag of cassettes.
4: I'm going to sit over here in the corner, and I'm going to work this fucking Donkey Kong machine.
0: <laughs> I mean, the only thing and I think of is the, the, the buses in the city, but they, they'll they take other forms of payment now. They're not all just fucking exact change. And you're not yeah. near a casino, and all those places pretty much go paperless and moneyless now anyway. So I, it's just not moneyless, but you know what I mean. Uh You don't have to have your coin dropping in every time you fucking pull a slot. Is all getting at there. But anyway... Uh, Yeah, I'm with you. Getting back to that, I I, I just, I'll at sometimes when someone gets a little aggressive just trying to put their shit in the fucking cart, like I'm giving the person in front of me space, you ever had this happen, but the person behind you is clearly miffed that you won't move the six inches that they need to put one-tenth of what they have on the belt. They want it on there right fucking now. It's like, you realize that you're going to have more than enough time to put all your shit on the belt if I wait for this person to at least finish their transaction. The point is... Liquor app delivery. That is what I'm looking into this week. <laughs> touchless. So I do not have to experience humanness. that again. Touchless. Yeah. You, touchless. You know, you, you're going to soon drive yourself in, into like a level of uh, social anxiety that you, you you're gonna be just oh, stuck. I'm already there. You, you're gonna yeah, already there. <laughs> you're gonna be living where you're sitting right now. That you're never gonna leave. Your you're, your wife and kids I, are gonna be I, dropping I, your food out in the hallway. I, I could tell from my Monsters of rock experience
4: that I I live in a in a uh, <laughs> uh, social. I, I'm just more aware of my social anxiety <laughs> after day three.
0: who got under my skin when I first when I first heard about this guy I immediately hated him um, and and had an issue with 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 his approach to his brand um, and I'm talking about Eric Church he recently made some news by basically telling his fans I hope you don't mind uh, if I cancel your plans for the weekend because. There's a basketball game and I really want to watch it but we'll we'll touch on that in a second. I want to go back about 10 years. He was playing here in Minnesota at the at the the state fair and I'd never heard of the guy before. But there were people walking around with these shirts that said Eric Church. And I don't even know how I put it to I probably didn't even care until I saw the one that pissed me off. And one of them that, that was uh, walking around it was like horns up like this and it had some like clever like don't forget to go to church kind of slogan on there. Okay. Here's the thing, like we, we we've talked about this. The Grammys don't care about hard rock and metal, hip hop, and I mean, how many times do, they, do these when they do do anything like that? And I'm talking, I'm mentioning the Grammys because of a broad based view of what rock and metal is, right? The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. Everybody, you know, if, if you say why are you putting rap artists in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, everybody's like, oh, you big rock guys are just such babies. It's like, well, I don't, I don't. Fine, put them in. Uh, and then if you fuck up, if, if you uh, give Megadeth an award and play Metallica music for them on the way up, we're just supposed to go, <laughs> oh, well, of course they didn't know if you have... No of the, none of the hard rock or heavy metal categories are ever televised on the Grammys anymore. Um, you, they routinely do this stuff. But here's what rappers and country people do. They want to call themselves rock stars. They want to go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They want to use the fucking metal horns for fuck's sake. Oh, okay. Fuck you. If we're that unimportant, why do you want to be a rock star? Why don't? Wh- why did you get into country music if you wanted to go metal? Do you want to be Rob Halford or do you want to be Conway
4: Twitty? Make up your fucking mind. So you're mad about the uh, the uh, appropri- appropriation of the devil. The, the appropriation
0: of yeah the, devil the cultural hole. appropriation again yes. i don 't care if people like what I like or not do what the fuck you want I mean I, I think it 's sad that this guy matters to enough people that this was a news story, but you know what it, uh, it he does he he sells a lot of tickets he 's got a lot of fans and all that stuff, so yeah, so the, the bring it fast forward here, um, take it away from the cultural aspect of 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 Eric Church and what that means to a very specific incident involving him. He is apparently a big fan of the the um, North Carolina Tar Heels, and they made it to the Final Four in the NCAA tournament this year. Not March badness, March Madness. Just to make uh, yes, the real to, thing. Yeah, no, no, no. They're both real. Uh, they both literally <laughs> happened and existed. <laughs> just, yeah. Right. Okay. Right. So uh, one is a one is a pun. One is a podcast <laughs> tournament. One is a college basketball tournament. You're correct. Listen, yes. I, I don't mean to take anything away. You're Eric from Churching Mark's this, madness. man. You're Eric Churching this. I really am. I'm sorry. I'm, I apologize. Is that uh, going to be a thing? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, it is now. <laughs> so Churching. four days before a concert on a Saturday. So I mentioned that because basically if he was playing in San Antonio on a Tuesday, I don't know that it would have affected as many people. But but you know yeah. people will travel for these concerts regardless of the day it is. They'll book hotel rooms. Some of them might be non-refundable, including their airfare. Some people will drive, plan on driving hours. They'll take time off of work. They'll they'll use vacation time. Uh, businesses around these areas are staffing for this expected surge of a crowd. You know they look at the calendars of the the, the arenas that their businesses are near so that they know w- when to have the, the proper amount of people on staff. You're affecting the lives of th- at least twenty thousand people. All right, yeah, at the very least, and forty. What about before, all those? What about all those Uber and Lyft
4: drivers ready to, to take people to and from the place? This is put a, it all a in there, thing. but they're independent contractors.
0: They're independent contractors, so nobody cares. Yeah, no, at all. Everything is affected. Everybody that was planning on, on using this, you know, and things do happen. I mean, people get sick, concerts get canceled. This isn't the first time, but this is the first yeah, time yeah, yeah. I remember someone being so brazenly open and honest and selfish about this, which he got credit for by some people. And I'm about to get into that too. But fuck him. Fuck this whole thing. Here's the deal. He wanted to go because, boy, I sure do like them Tar Heels. And I know this is selfish, but boy, this is a big game. Would you like to guess how many times the North Carolina uh, Tar Heels have been in the Final Four, Elsie?
4: I'm going to say in the last 40 years,
0: five, maybe five times. 21 times.
4: Twenty-one times they made it to the
0: to the final four? Yeah, and that's definitely probably that is actually in the last... staggering. Yeah. Okay. So okay. and I didn't uh, know it was that many. Now do you know do you know who has more appearances in the final four than them? Uh probably Duke. Nobody. No. They literally is have been really? to this wow. event more than anybody else. Now here's the part that I love because I don't mind watching a little uh tournament action. I like doing a bracket once a year, all that kind of stuff. And like when it doesn't matter with college sports, if the Minnesota teams are, are good, I'll pay a little attention when they get kind of close to this good stuff. But I didn't go to any of these schools. My kids didn't go to these schools. I don't have any personal allegiance. I'm not a Purdue Boilermaker like you. You know what I mean? So it didn't really yeah. bother me when that uh, college I never heard of beat them. Uh, again, I was surprised to find out Eric Church went to fucking college but I was not surprised to find out that he did not go to North Carolina. So this isn't even his fucking... And none of this would have excused it. None of this would have made it. He went to Appalachian State. He's just one of those fucking poser, packer-like, just sits down there and goes, I grew up watching the Tar Heels. You know, these are fucking people's kids. It's just... Oh, my God. And the fact that... If how anybody could still be a fan of, of his. But I did see a couple people, uh, a, a fellow podcaster being wonderful, that said, well, at least he was honest about it. You got to give him credit for that. You know why he was honest about it, Luce? Because fucking why? cell phones are everywhere. He was going to get seen there. If he came up with a bullshit excuse, somebody would have fucking caught him and say, I thought you no. were dealing with a no. problem
4: with the family or you're sick. <laughs> I will go against that part because I can t- say... That that is what he should have done to begin with, is to fake an injury, come up with some bullshit. Somebody on his staff gets COVID. He puts on a nice mustache. He puts on a wig or whatever like that, or yeah. he goes and <laughs> goes, in goes into the pretty people box seats, something. He could have hidden himself. He could have done it. But not even going into that, but I- – just the again, fact again that, I don't you know, see probably, how that is a defense. <laughs> no, I, I'm not saying it's defense. I'm saying that that is how appalling it is to actually cancel a concert saying I got other shit to do.
0: Well, he would have been able to enjoy himself like with that. a wig and a and a beard. OK, and a fake beard.
4: I don't know. Yeah, I think you can enjoy yourself. No, with, 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 I think a wig he
0: wants people to see I'm fucking Eric Church and I'm, you know, you know, it's it's like Matt Damon and Ben Adflack at the Boston Red Sox in the World Series. They wanted everybody. Look, we're Boston guys. That it's important right. to him, but I'm
4: saying, but I'm saying that is what is the most appalling thing and and, uh, and surprising about this is that he would think that people would have a positive reaction to that at all. Think about how much money that he had to give. There's some not. He's giving up a payday too, and a payday for a lot of people on this. I, I don't know how the exact contract works, but I guarantee a fucking week before. There's something exclusion, like renting out the sure. place, all these things like that. You have to be in a really Again, good, though, but, point but is
0: You have to... Go ahead. I, you're 100% right, but guess what? He can afford it, and the the other end can afford it, and I don't give a fuck that a very small... We're talking a handful of people affected by what you're talking about. So fuck him. Right. If he wants to pony up that check. Now, if he wants to turn around and say, everybody who bought a ticket, here's where you log into... I will personally refund you every one of those tickets, and if there was any kind of travel expense, if you took time off, vacation time off, put that in here. If there's any hotel fee you had, I will cover literally the fucking cost of everything so I can go to this basketball game. I'm like, that's a balls move. That That guy really wants to go to this game. But, but right. no, to say to a promoter like, okay, you know, here's the, the guarantee that I'll give back plus a $50,000 penalty. And for a show that's going to be rescheduled for money he's going to get back, that is, no, that, fuck him.
4: Well, that's what I'm that, just to say. It, it's, the, it's both that, that part that's staggering about how well you're doing to be able to just say, fuck <laughs> it. I got to go watch a basketball game. And number two is to not, to not think of how that's going to be for whatever band you want to see. On any level, if I saw if I saw a goddamn local H say this <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I just say, I'm not playing the thing, I'd be like, I'm like, motherfucker, again, I can't see you guys. I was planning to go go see it and something like that. I would just do, it would be it would be pissed because it's just a selfish move. If it's on the schedule, you know, when March madness is don't tour Ugh. during that time. If you think Ugh. that if, especially statistically, like you just said, I had no idea it was that many times. Like a one in four chance are going to be there. You just Minnesota math. You just don't tour during that time.
0: Well, well, yeah, that's the defense, right? Like, how is he supposed to know when this is going to go on? Yeah, I mean, no. the only thing he didn't know is that they were going to make it. Fair enough, but that's if it's this important to you. I had someone like you would do the same if it was the Vikings in the Super Bowl. I'm like, no, I wouldn't. First of all, I wouldn't book a gig. Like, I literally didn't book gigs when I, you know, when I had season tickets. There was no booking shows on Sunday nights. Because like I was like, well, during if during a Viking game, I should say, um, because you know, I'm probably going to be at the game, going to be lubing it up, having a good time. And now I got to fucking sober up and do a show for two people for no money. Now, it's a very different scenario. Um, I don't know that if I was making Eric church money, I would have said, I really got to go to this Viking game. I probably would have just taken that, but I wouldn't, if the Vikings, I I don't know. I just, I, well, first of all, the Vikings are never going to go to the super bowl. So I'll never have to worry about it. I'll never be a famous rock star making that kind of money. So I'll never have to be in that scenario. But no, I, there's no fucking chance I'd cancel a show for a, I mean, guess what? The Super Bowl is big. March Madness is big. But there are plenty, plenty of people. Vikings. You you have a concert right now, and the Vikings made it to the Super Bowl, Baco that's just not an it. unrealistic hy- hypothetical have... that's just it's well first of all because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> i'll yeah. never make it okay. i could just push our start time back till after the game too you know what i mean I, I, yeah. oh that's true yeah so yeah uh, but it's just uh, <laughs> everybody's trying to look for some kind of reason that this like not everybody most people are fucking slamming this idiot uh oh, but what if what if that you know then jesus chrysler has the
4: opportunity like listen what if they then you just work it out where you actually play the Super Bowl halftime show? Mm. Jesus, Chrysler, and then, and then see the Vikings, yeah, right there. Double. We up. have Did to postpone the you show. Protest it? Would the- you? But would you have the? Would you have? Uh, would you? If you had the offer now, or would you just turn it down because halftime shows should just be guys talking about the game and get back to it. Nothing on the field. <sighs>
0: Uh, I don't think I would have a hard time uh, accepting the, the <laughs> halftime show. I don't think there's a big hippo- role of hypocrisy there. Um, what if
4: they said they had to lip sync it? You have to lip sync it though. They don't have time to to, to mic you up. You, um, you got you to do goddamn handsome man, but lip synced out there.
0: Yeah, you I think? mean, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, whatever. Um, uh, I, okay. Yeah, you're a. Man. I thought you're a man of integrity. I am a man of integrity. I still think the Super Bowl halftime show has made way too big a deal out of it. If you want to make way too big a deal out of me. <laughs> Okay, but I I don't see Uh, how I can't play a role and still have that belief. It's not like I'm suddenly going to go, now – would I would not go out and go? You know what? I was wrong. The Super Bowl halftime important halftime show is really important. It's a cultural movement. We should all rally around it and have hard opinions about it. whether it was the greatest ever or the worst ever. The moment it starts, that's that. I wouldn't suddenly feel different about that. Beyonce wouldn't suddenly become good because I did it. So stand too close to to podcasters
4: in line at the liquor store. Number two, Eric Church, <laughs> you've lost you've lost the support of Cobras and Fire. And number three, Bacobo Lipsake with the right price.
0: Surprise for you! Oh, right on. I like surprises sometimes. Yeah. Are you pregnant? I am not. Okay. We uh, I, uh, How many guesses I do man. I get? <laughs> Keep going.
4: Not, number one. All right. Not no, pregnant.
0: Okay. All right. Um, were you elected that's, that's to not, your local city council? I was not. <laughs> okay. Um, you just bought a liquor store, but all your customers stand too close to you. <laughs>
2: So I
4: closed it. <laughs> out of business. <laughs> Too close. <laughs> Why proximity issue? Very very angry OR. Nobody listened to him. Doesn't matter how many goddamn things he put. There's six. There's six subway sandwiches between you. Here's the distance. Oh god. You know. Well, I'm out of guesses. Okay, good. This is what I want to talk about, Baco, and that is is a is a podcast that's been around for for now seven years, and it'll come up uh, again a few times. Um, One thing we don't do enough is to mention, by the way, we have a site called CobrasandFire.com. You can find all the episodes there. You can find articles, links to articles that both Baco and I have written for Decibel Geek from back in the day. Anything you ever want, all the links to all the podcast players, it's all there. And the reason I mention that is that last week, all of a sudden, we basically didn't have a website. Woke up one day, and what did it say on the homepage? I don't remember, 404? There has been a critical error on the site, basically. Which at first, I was like, did I not pay the bill? Something like that. But the site wasn't there. wasn't there. And, And my point of telling you that is that to get it back up and running, I suddenly realized how much goddamn content... We've we have both created over the last seven years that that at, at times in life when you're running the marathon and everything, you don't just celebrate the journey and to like just like you're always like in the present trying to get the next next episode done and things like that. So would you mind if I just mention a few things about possibly people that might be newer to the show that they should be aware of? Not at all. Go for it. On the site, we have an archive that's specifically just interviews that we've done. Now, I'm just gonna fire through these because I think, and, and please just just mention anything you want to want to mention on this. But I think that you know, since 2015, there are people possibly that you've even forgotten, and, and this is also inspired. <laughs> okay. I should say this this should also this is also inspired for the fact that great great interview with Jordan from Them Evils. You know, that was one of the reasons there was one of, the, one of those bands that kind of, uh, was the whole like mission statement in the beginning was mm-hmm. up and coming bands, things like that. That was this, and it realized, and it kicked in. That was the second time you've interviewed him. Yes.
0: Uh, third, but the first one was Ford decibel geek. Yeah. I interviewed the whole band okay. the first time I met them. Um, and so him specifically I've interviewed twice since.
4: on On the show. Yeah. So it's been like three or four years, right? Oh yeah. It was before I
0: think 2018 or 2019. Yep. So let
4: me just, uh, for those coming into this, like we talked about season seven and I'm sorry, batch batch seven and and everything like that.
3: Is eh? is that
4: one of the things about, but our show that, 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 uh, I think maybe is a great thing, but also is, is, uh, maybe a downfall is we're kind of scattershot. You're not going to get the same show all the time. We've got this show, we've got interviews, we've got your, whatever, nevermind, uh, Side batch, um, uh, you know, uh, grunge uh, exploration, deep dive, and things like that. So we kind of keep you guessing. You know what I mean? We got March Badness. We're we're all over the place, but things that we forget sometimes, even when you're talking about the podcast, is how many fucking people have been interviewed on this show over over the seven years. So I'm just gonna fire these off. You want to make some comments on it? Great, very cool. Yeah.
0: So this is this is like a, a humble and, brag moment for us. You're saying. Uh,
4: Pretty much, but also as kind of a starting point, is if you're coming into this episode, coming into the show, maybe you don't even know where to start. There's like 400 episodes. So here's a list of interviewees, guests on the show, artists that we've, that we've talked to over the years John Karabi, Jakey Lee, KK Downing, Jeff Tate, Michael Sweet. What, five times? Yep, five time guest, Michael Sweet. Danko Jones. Two times, three-time guest. Two, oh, three two times. times. Yeah, I okay. think I think you're right. Three. No, two. Ron Keel six. You motherfucker. Ron Keel six. Mm-hmm. Okay. Ron, another Ron. Ron Young twice. Twice. Little Caesar. Jean Paul. Yes. Jean Paul Gaster of Clutch. Hmm. Forgot about that one. Yeah. Uh, John Levin. Of Dockin and George Lynch of Dockin and Twice. 75 Projects.
0: One time. Twice, okay. that's right. One time, okay. One time, like, I won't be making another request. <laughs> <laughs> one
4: time interview and did his shopping at the same time, yeah. I believe. He was on yeah, in yeah, his, he, in his car. Yeah, he was doing dishes
0: and, once, and the other time he was playing guitar the whole time. It's just been Yeah, exactly.
4: Doug Aldrich. That was a good one. Rachel Bolin. That is one that I forgot. Hmm.
0: That was actually that I one, know one know actually why. turned I out pretty to good too because he was on to promote oh, some award he was being given but yeah and then we've got
4: and then Bruce Kulick twice and both in person yeah Fair one enough. from you nice guy one from me yeah at each fucking trunk
0: oh yeah <laughs> and the rest of- <laughs> that one's doing great on uh, YouTube still <laughs>
1: is
4: it yeah that's good and and the rest of the metal show. Don Jameson, three-time
0: guest? Yeah, three at least, yeah.
4: And Jim Florentine. Bryn Aarons of Flip. That was a big one for you.
0: Yeah, it was cool. We talked she for talked a couple hours, personally. I'm hoping to get him back on this summer. They have a new album coming out.
4: That was in person. Uh, big Dad Rich of Texas Hippie Coalition. Ricky Rackman.
0: Forgot about that one, Jesus.
4: And I forgot about this one, too. That was a pretty solid interview as well. It was another Queen Shrike member, Michael Wilton.
0: mm I was—he was, I, he was uh, actually better than I was expecting, so uh, he was enjoyable to have on the show.
4: Yep, one I was kind of forced into last minute, Mike Tramp, wait, <laughs> and that worked out good. Wait, <laughs> yeah, is he right still living with you?
2: Wait,
4: <laughs> I, no, he's not.
0: <laughs> if
2: if <laughs> he was, he's, he's still in the old like, house.
3: Wait,
0: <laughs> the wait, people yeah. who rented out the new yeah. house, by the way, this house comes with a Mike Tramp. <laughs> Who is this very handsome guy from the eighties? Who just wait, happens to be in your ha-
4: house. Yeah, so, yeah so he's constantly saying. He's always I, yeah, Mike Tripp is also always asking for people to slow down. I'm not sure if you noticed that it's consistent.
0: No, I just think like he's like haunting the like the vents of the house with his, his singing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> that played for an audience of one, two, both oh, All it. right. This one I don't know why I forgot it at all because it was a good interview with John Five, yeah, Tony Harnell. He's been on a couple times. Former, uh, yeah, Tony Harnell, yeah, at the Rock and Pod as well, TNT and Skid Row, yeah, for a minute. Donnie V, that was a banger of an interview. Uh, That was a fun one. I thought,
0: yeah, the second one was was uh, actually. It's funny you bring that one up. Alex Alt uh, of the Sly Dog podcast, he recently messaged out that he's just got to hearing that for the first time. And he was like, this is just off the rails. So, yeah, if you, if you got a right. couple hours to kill and uh, you, it'll, he'll definitely entertain you in that one. The first one, not too bad, but it's a little more short and sweet. And, um, you know, he's eating soup and uh, waiting for his sister to pick him up. <laughs> <laughs> That's but, a great. Well, I'll turn it to that one. It uh, wasn't bad.
4: And then you know the most random poll that you got for when we did the Sabbath, you know, deep dive was you got Dave
0: Walker. Mm, that know, was a lead that was actually investigative journalism tracking that fucker down. I talked to him I on a landline so. in Montana. I could just imagine him a big
4: like one of those big red phones on the wall with a long <laughs> cord dangling down like Stranger Things and everything. You know, yeah, you got you, you're wired in. That's what he had. But Dave Walker, that was like a learning experience. Just the fact that I think I didn't even really even know that that kind of he was. That's the deep dive you get from the show. Steve Whiteman yep. twice. Yep. Two time guest kicks. And then this is another one that I, I had forgotten about. Doral fucking Doro <laughs> oh, You interviewed.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right so, on.
4: Nice. Nice. He, who know, yeah. I mean, I, the little fifteen-year-old. Uh, you had to be
0: kind of excited about that,
4: yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. It was, it was, uh, it was uh, a little, uh, you know, it,
4: it was fun. She was cool,
0: yeah, yeah. Nice lady. A lot
4: of broken English. Uh, Erie Vaughn. That is a monster, monster. It, it, for somebody that was not into Danzig and uh, all, you know all the, uh, all that, that was a fascinating interview to me.
0: You know that one, um, so. and Jakey e. Lee were the first two big ones on our YouTube page to get to do numbers. But the Jakey e. Lee one was a few months earlier, and the Jakey e. Lee one—it's like it was like such an ego boost to go read the comments as they would come in. It's like you know, it would be great things about the interview, uh, the interview itself, and then uh, oftentimes about me. And it was like, oh, I'm super great. I'm good. The Erie Vaughn one was when the real YouTubers came out. And I'm <laughs> I am just destroyed and shredded by something like really? this fucking idiot doesn't know what he's talking about. <laughs> it's uh, it, you know, you know what, but it, it was probably the universe putting proper balance. You know what I mean? Uh sure. you know, because yeah, it was yeah. maybe a little too effusive praise on one end and definitely some un- unnecessarily mean hurtful <laughs> <laughs> things said on the other. Happy but, fans, <laughs> dancing fans. Uh, uh for the most just, part just it, the it. the comments are pretty clean, you know what I mean? Uh, the, or standard YouTube stuff. You're gonna get you're good and bad but
4: yeah and then you've got uh uh but that was like two that was a two hour combined
0: yeah we did two episodes because i talked to him for about two hours and we basically did the first half of his uh leading up to danzig and the second one was the second one you know a a proud moment for me is that like i actually have a demo that i recorded from scratch i did everything bass drums guitars singing that i played of of a danzig song called twisted cane that i'd recorded back in 2009 and i use it as the intro music for the part two and someone uh, Erie shared it, and someone said, "Hey, where is that version of that from?" And Erie thought it was possibly off the uh, um, Danzig box set or something, some unreleased demo. And uh, oh, that's awesome. I, I was like, "Wow!" I actually, uh, I did, I wasn't trying to dupe anybody. I was just trying to like not, you know. At that time, we we're worried about what music we're using. So,
4: but you you got to interview him in person too, at and Pod. Yeah, for like we
0: kind of did a small recap right. of our, of what we talked about that's there. What I mean. So, yeah, but yeah
4: but but based on that but uh come on that's that's just a no oh, he was great love him yeah uh chad nicefield of wilson he's twice, been on a few times once. i think
0: three at least yeah, yeah. I, I remember remember the last time was right after t- what was their last record call after the after the the uh, whatever that is with the lollipop tasty nasty um yeah terrible but yeah and and i hated the fucking record but i, had, right. I was like how do i right. address that without uh that was, a, that was a bit of a dance.
4: Yes, I totally understand that. And then and then we got... Now, here's one. I would think of all the bands up in... Like the up-and-coming bands. This one has probably taken it to the next level more than any other ones. And that is Brett Emmons of Glorious mm. Sons.
0: Yep. And that was a great interview. He really... Uh, he really Agreed. Just talked and had some really good answers. So if you're a fan of that band, check that out.
4: Yep. And then here's one again that I forgot. It, uh, one of the legendary bands... Charlie Bonate
0: yeah coffee talk
4: mostly mostly about coffee <laughs> still
0: it's about one minute of coffee talk but uh. <laughs> then we got Jake from
4: crowbot Gunner Nelson <laughs> in person
0: <laughs>
4: in person and didn't know anything to talk to him about.
0: Really? Yeah, and we, we 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 got him because B J Cramp wasn't at his table when he was scheduled to do. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> and so Gunner's sitting there, nothing to do, and he's like, and then they tried to like get him to get up while we're talking. Remember that? Like, like some yeah. one of the handlers was like, he's like, ah, he wasn't there when I was there. No, I'm with you guys now. That's right. He was he was he was locked in. Yeah, he was like, he was he's like, like nope. forget that B J guy. Yeah, pretty
4: much. Yeah, rock and or roll. I've got something better. I've got cobras and fire. There's another and podcast yeah. here. I'm going to participate with them. Uh, we've got uh, Kenny Olson of Kid Rock talking about growl towels. <laughs> if you recall.
0: fast forward to that part. <laughs> that guy was,
4: yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah that's true. Uh, uh, you know, Kenny's a nice guy. How many times you interview? Yeah, very nice guy. But uh, Sean and Marty McCoy of Boba Flex several times. Yeah, both you and I interviewing them separately. Um, again, one of those bands. From the beginning that was a, that was part of the mission statement. And then don't forget, don't sleep on Bob Kulik asking him about his help hair
0: back in the day. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my God. That was a good one too. Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Crusty.
4: And then of course, and then of course the pinnacle of your interviewing uh, technique and guest Doyle. And
0: this was very very much a do it yourself. Uh, act you know on, on in, when they especially when they first started out uh, do you use much of those same principles like tour and now oh uh,
5: yeah of course
0: yeah huh uh, yeah. somebody just recently interviewed him and uh it's a god I, I i wish maybe it was eric shoots I, I i it's a podcaster of note and i apologize for not remembering but i'm just like his comment seemed a little bit like, okay, you've been doing this a while. How have you not heard what it's like to talk to this guy? But anyway, I just, I, he, he basically, it sounded like his experience was identical to mine. So I just commented, been there. Uh, but yeah, he just one word answers 19. I think, I think that the tally, I, I think I have it memorized 19 questions in nine minutes. So. Ten um,
4: minutes and called from underneath uh, the uh, underwater. I yeah, was that was scratching.
0: one of those situations where you have like a handler who's like trying too hard to control everything. Where like they want me to call them, they're going to patch in him, <laughs> and it's it, rather than me just you know us talk directly from one phone to another. You know she's going to conference us all in and uh, and and it, for a Doyle interview. And then on top of that, like uh, she kind of gave me a heads up and said, make sure you get into these three topics. It'll help loosen them up. One of the one one of those topics i remember was uh that the fact that he's a vegan you're a vegan that that's i don't i'm not speaking out of term right you you post a lot of vegan lifestyle stuff yes i am do you find it hard to like eat when you're on the road <laughs> no
5: not at
0: all it must do you find it hard to find <laughs> vegan meals on the nope. road and he said no <laughs> Dude, that
4: is the only interview of all the interviews. All interviews have their awkward parts, but the entire time I'm uh, for 9 minutes I was palming. The entire time I'm like cringing. It was like cringe gold. Like so well done sticking with it. On the other extreme of that, I will end this little journey through a memory lane with the metal god Rob Halford interviewing
5: <laughs> that him was
1: big. on the show. Yeah.
5: Right, you know, bands are like families, and families have fights, and sometimes you don't see each other for for a, a period of time, and that's exactly what happened for me. You know, um, yeah, could things have been done differently? Could things have been done better? You know, hindsight is great. Yeah, I think it's very important to reflect on your past circumstances and utilize them so that incidents don't happen again and again. Um, but it, what it did, what it did, let me do. Um, Jason, as I've said many times, it let me get a lot of things out of my system. Mm-hmm. I love being away and doing, you know, five and two and then half and done. But I understood that my heart and soul and spirit is, is purely best displayed uh, within my my work in Judas Christ and
0: always will be. Right on. Well, Rob, this has been a pleasure. Like I said, I, I managed to hammer through the book last night, and you come off sincere. I think your story is not just interesting, but it's actually going to help a lot of people. And from a little quick personal story, I got my first Judas Priest cassette in Christmas 1985. There was a blizzard the next morning, and I had a paper out to do. So Defenders of the Faith will always be a snowy album to me. That's great.
5: Oh, my God. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that amazing? What a great story, man! That's just cool. That's so cool. <laughs> That's the power of metal, right there. Yeah. The power of metal will get you through every blizzard, and your paper will
0: be will be delivered. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about it that way. Uh, but hey, yeah. for me personally, <laughs> thank you for everything. I, I'm not just talking about this interview. I appreciate your time. But uh, you've you've been there. You know, especially as a teenager, when we're all dealing with with gunk, you were you were among those artists that I leaned on in during the dark times. So I appreciate it, Rob.
5: Some great words that I mean a lot to me. All the best, Jason. Stay safe. will see you
0: in twenty twenty one. I gotta tell you, it did kind of turn me into a teenager every time he would call me Jason. Jason,
4: oh, he yeah. Me. Yeah. <laughs> and he enjoyed it. He, he enjoyed the conversation. You could tell he was having fun. Yeah, I yep. got him laughing a, a few a times. Solid man. interview, Jason. Right. Mm-hmm. So just and that I'll just I'll, I'll end this whole. Thing, but i just want to mention you know it's seven years mm-hmm. we can have some we can talk we can talk about this a little bit yeah uh but the other thing is too it, it going through the site is uh and i still think it should be its own feed but for now we have an entire section of the site easy sh- easily shareable that is the whatever never mind side batch show of of just want to mention interviews that you had there too just uh and those are more um on the whole, producer, engineers, people in the industry, but Danny Goldberg, Dave Hillis, Steve Albini, Steve I Albini will say I wrong. Steve Albini, Albini, Steve L Al- Albini. That yeah, was maybe a, we can. That, uh, was a, that was a banger
0: too. These aren't exactly household names. Danny Goldberg was the Nirvana manager in the early '90s. Uh, Dave Hillis was the engineer on Pearl Jam. Ten. Steve Albini produced Nirvana in utero um well if you want to keep going michael, michael Beinhorn. Beinhorn. i love that one that might be my favorite of, of the group uh he is uh he's a really interesting and well-grounded person um uh, but yeah he produced uh super unknown by soundgarden and then there was one other big one i thought there um
4: well uh bruce uh bruce of uh sub pop oh yeah bruce, bruce pavitt, pavitt of sub
0: pop that was a real fun one um yeah the uh, sub pop founder founder yeah founder uh uh, Jeff Tomei, who produced uh, uh, the Jerry Cantrell degradation trip and was the engineer on uh, Siamese Dream by The Smashing Pumpkin. So he was on twice. All sorts of fun yeah. stuff with that that series. So if, you, if you're a fan of grunge, uh, there's a lot of nuggets. We, we go album by we top 25 Rolling Stone grunge albums, and then we kind of do little side bits where we talk to people like that.
4: Somebody says like uh, you're talking about sharing a podcast. What's this podcast about, all about? It's you know, rock's not dead. Whatever. It's hard to summarize it, even for us. Like I go like, oh, this. I, I mentioned our, our show just when it comes up in conversation here and there. But it's like you forget all these people we've interviewed. That alone <laughs> would be a show. Is my point. Yeah, Those fair enough. Episodes plus plus everything else, and also uh, so music,
0: music and life. That's what our show is about. Music and life.
4: Music, yeah, music and life, but 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 uh, please on our show, cobrasandfire dot com. If you want to, you know, somebody that 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 likes uh, Alice in Chains' dirt might not stumble upon <laughs> the whatever. Never mind side batch if they're uh, because maybe they're not looking also for jokes about Pretty Boy Floyd. It's lost in the mix sometimes. <laughs> is my point.
1: Yeah. So
4: so you so so out there. If you're fans of the show, go to Cobersonfire.com, Share the the side. Uh, the whatever, never mind. the interview episodes are all on their own section. That's it. That's
2: and
0: and it. Just, you know what, like, real quick for, like, for those of those that are already doing that. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, we, right. we see a lot of these shares every week and uh, I try to comment or at least click like on everything I see. Uh, so uh, we do appreciate that. And since you're on this, this whole thing I did on the Basically, I was inspired by Dave Brewington from blame your brother to launch a TikTok tock uh, page for Cobras and fire. I'm pretty much oh. ready to bail on it, though. Um, I, I I I need a millennial to take over. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't. I've tried posting some videos and they don't make any sense. And I just I don't know. Uh, but technically, it's out there. But it, I don't know for how much longer, Luce. I, I don't think I can take it. <laughs> Maybe. All right, all right. Hey, so got, what's your son doing on the weekends? <laughs> he want to do? He want to run the Cobras and Fire TikTok page?
2: Yeah. I can feel it through me, feel it through me As I break the law yeah I can feel it jabbin' Cause the numbers in it I got my life in hey, Twist again, oh, yeah Drive my brain, oh, yeah twisty again, oh, make me Come alive, cause it's hard Twist again, oh, yeah Drive my brain, oh, yeah I'm broke on man. i for Like a now, I promise.
0: back to our regularly scheduled program here loose i do have an update for our conversation about kid rock from uh, the last episode where he talked about how he can't be canceled and i mentioned that he released his album only in digital format and streaming through DistroKid. there is an update though so now cds are available with a down with an mp3 download at his shows kid that's how i do it that, that, that he sounds like a local band He's like CDs will be available at the shows. It's like what I think I saw the last time I saw a man mention that it was Hellbot, but he can't be canceled.
4: (laughs) Uh, That's that's amazing. I I tell you what, I I can't think of the last time. Well, I guess it's a a small show, but if I'm going to a a, like a a big show, I'm I'm not lugging a. Well, I guess a CD is not that big of a deal, but
0: vinyl has become kind of something at merch tables from the bottom up. Across the board, and I think CD. And look, right. I'm not saying no band of his level has ever sold the CD at a show, but I think you can only buy it through his website. And it was just funny to see the post. He's like, "Hey, for those of you want CDs, they're going to be yeah. at the show. Just swing by the merch table, make sure you say hi." You understand? You have sold 10 million copies of one record, and now you're <laughs> <so> fucking. T- <laughs> Stop by and talk
4: to to, to Jake. He'll, t- he'll hook you up with a CD. <laughs> that's, a, that's his
0: new distribution channel. Yeah, no doubt. Maybe Tucker's there selling them.
4: <laughs> yeah, maybe. Oh, <so. laughs> that'd be great. <laughs> I'm so
2: excited.
0: <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my goodness. I love it. I love it. Anyway, that I just God, wanted to update the listener to that. I don't have more on it, but uh, yeah. Good. So uh, yeah, for all Good. you fans, uh, head out to the show, pick up a CD. Don't, don't forget uh, if you buy a T shirt, it helps Kid Rock get to the next town. <laughs> oh, that's true. It helps pay for his gas for his tour bus. <laughs> oh my God! Uh, you know, one thing I've been wanting to mention for a while, I just want to squeeze in here. Our boy uh, talked uh, Josh Toomey over at Talk Toomey. Uh, uh, it's been a couple months now, but uh, I assume you're aware Chris Aiken is now basically, you know. Uh, Co-hosting the show with him in uh, weekly, yeah, he's he's his uh, his sidekick. I know that role. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, maybe Aiken's gonna baco the show. He'll end up taking it over like I did. <laughs> <laughs> also,
4: that's what happens. He takes over. Some guy starts a podcast. The other guy takes over.
0: Anyway, it's been on our (laughs) list of things to talk about, and I, I I just, uh, we haven't uh, thrown some love at at, well, well, too many shows that we listen to we uh, that enjoy, but you know, of course, Josh and I, uh, well, all three of us, you know, we've all had our hands in each other's back pockets, so you know, we're, we're tight. Um, I really enjoy uh, Chris's uh, contributions to the show. It's kind of fun listening, kind of spices up a little bit, gives a little bit of, uh, uh, I don't know, just a, a little more content on the front end of all the the wonderful interviews Josh does. So anyway, I wanted to just mention that to anybody that wasn't aware of it, and also just, uh, you know, throw a little love to Chris and Josh. They've both been on the show and been uh, good friends and uh, guests of our program as well. So check it out.
4: On my end, uh, I'm going to just mention In the Obscuria podcast, their latest episode with Taylor Hawkins. Um, is a very cool uh, kind of compilation of songs from songs you probably never heard of because they're not going to play Foo Fighters on that show because it goes against their, their format. But I thought it was a nice dedication to them. And uh, there are like three songs that I'm definitely going to add to my collection from hearing the Taylor Hawkins and the uh, Coattail Riders. Have you ever heard of any of their stuff? actually yeah, it's actually quite good.
0: Uh, yeah, Birds of Satan. Did you ever listen to that? I have not.
4: I've not listened to that. I've not heard Chevy Metal. And he had some, I can't remember, the, I think it's just, a t- just called Taylor
0: Hawkins, which is like some album. Taylor Hawkins and the about. Coattail Riders. I'm not, I'm not going to dignify that with a con. Uh, I'll, my comment there will be like, when you say you're going to add those to your playlist, I can, I can assure everybody that that'll never happen. So,
4: What, what kind of comment is that? I didn't even <laughs> get that.
0: Oh uh, wait, wait! Look, it may not be the best joke in the world, but it's a "Lou says he's going to do something but doesn't do it" joke.
4: Okay. Do you want me to list uh, concerts that I'm planning on going to and I'm going to cancel last minute? Yeah. What do you got? What do you segment? got?
0: What do you got coming up that you're
4: not going to hit? Sure. Yeah okay so on the on the twentieth of, uh, of of April I'm planning on seeing local H. Everybody knows how that went if they heard of the show last time they just canceled last minute. So I'll be definitely checking their Facebook page to make sure that they are <laughs> still having their show this time versus
0: having a whole pilgrimage out to the to the venue. And then what finding out, a sporting event would local H cancel for like some local high school volleyball game or something? <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. It's a That's re- the other extreme. Yeah. yeah it's a Denver uh, regional volleyball tournament going on. So. Yeah, this uh, this friend of a friend, their two year old has a birthday party. I
4: gotta attend. It's social obligation. I gotta cancel. Now
0: we're talking. Yeah, yeah. Not like you can
4: know. And then, another one I am planning on canceling last minute uh, is uh, Jerry Cantrell is playing on the twenty seventh here. And yeah, he was was just here too. Okay, Um, it's like I think it's like plays like very. A very mostly all solo stuff. I mean, I'm curious to see what 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 that is. is I'm curious to see if, if he's going to have a CDs at his, at his
0: merch table. <laughs>
4: <laughs> but what band is he using? Is but my my question is.
0: Oh, I I'm saw sure it what too. Ah, uh, fuck. It's it's not like whatever. Okay. Yeah, I actually looked into right. that and saw. Anyway. What he was thinking.
4: That's kind of weird because they are touring with Allison Chains coming up here too, and, and there's certain fests they're playing where he'll he'll play like the night before with a solo band and then Allison
3: Chains will be the really? next day. So,
0: Allison yeah. Chains is playing the uh, Minnesota State Fair this summer, Luce. That's you should go check them out. Have you seen that? You, yo, of course you have.
4: We've seen them. Jesus Christ, yeah. we saw him at uh, Northern Invasion. Northern Invasion.
0: I saw him also yeah. at Rock USA. I don't think it was that same summer. I can't remember. It might actually probably was so. Yeah,
4: and then the thirtieth of April, I'm I'm uh, planning on possibly seeing uh, Radke and Offspring, but that's that's definitely the most cancelable of all the uh, on the list. Cool, but, uh, maybe not, maybe go. What about you? Any any shows coming up that uh, you got on the yeah, radar? Right? I still In have April tickets to
0: Ramstein, uh, but that's late okay. summer. Um, you know what? Uh, not not really. Nothing on the radar. Uh, I got um, invited to cover. The opening band of a five-band bill uh, that headlined by Godsmack here. Uh, So, uh, but so I could probably go see that for free if I wanted to, but I I don't think I do. It is is a weekend, so maybe I'll change my mind when I get closer. But that's in early early May. But uh, switching gears just a little bit, our uh, I wanted to mention Pantheon, our um, our our network, our host. Well, how about you? Just what's a proper term for Pantheon? Like, what are they to us? Are we their bitch?
4: Probably all those.
0: Okay. Anyway, Pantheon, the network that we're on, with a bunch of other fabulous podcasts. Google Pantheon po- podcasts, and you'll you'll take it to their website, and you'll see all the other shows that we're in, on the roster with. But anyway, um, uh, Peter and Christian, uh, the 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 big cheeses over there at Pantheon, they were out at some event in California related to like some kind of podcast expo, I believe. Peter shared a video, and you know they're basically at, at some like I don't know, kind of like uh, party afterwards, right? And there's a girl DJing, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, is that fucking Paris Hilton? <laughs> and so that's literally what I typed in. And uh, Peter's like, yep. And then I think Christian came in after He's like, I tried to jump off the building when she started.
2: <laughs> I
0: don't know, that was kind of cool. It's like, wow, all right. Uh, good job.
4: Those guys, those, those guys are ballers. I enjoyed that, her work in Paris film.
2: Hilton.
0: Quick item here: uh, Paul Stanley went on Twitter to share pictures of a recent vacation he got. It sounds like for free, he went to Dubai. <laughs> and, oh, he went back. Yeah, he went back, and uh, he, he went back to Dubai. And it sounded like he, through his connections he made, he was him and his family were flown out there for free. So it's of course just shots of him mm-hmm. in the the ocean with no shirt on and all this stuff. And life is wonderful. Ooh, nice. Family time. You know, hashtag family time. Sure. So you go through the comments, and of course, the, you know, it's basically split. It's like people going it's good for you paul family time is important you deserve this and then where the fuck's my dubai merch <laughs> <laughs> bring it back with you put it in
4: your carry on
0: okay, are, you, are you out there looking for my final that i never got
4: <laughs> is that is that what it is that's been so so all those things that people bought for that show nothing's been not a single not yeah if not you bought a, anything I don't, that came, I don't know
1: what's in,
0: yeah like I, yeah. I can't remember the breakdown but there was like uh two stream only packages one you got to stream it for 48 hours one you got like right. a month uh and then right, beyond right. that you you was like 250 and you got a bunch of shit and a thousand you got a bunch of shit uh I, the, some of the stuff i remember i think there was there was a vinyl um there was tickets to see this thing in a theater <laughs> i'm not sure what why you would go Put yourself through that, but anyway, uh, that never happened. There was a Blu-ray that never came out. I don't know if the T-shirts got sent out. Maybe they did. I I'd, I was a little, I'd kind of out of sight, out of mind for me. It's not like I bought one, but I was unaware that they because Kiss, you know what? To their look, the quality has been inconsistent on some of those, these products they've had over the years. But I don't recall them ever just. Vinny Vincenting a situation where they basically just take a pile of money and deliver nothing. This is the Vinny Vincent box set for Kiss, man. I mean, we, right. and Vinny didn't charge a thousand dollars so uh, to send you absolutely nothing, and then so maybe in twenty years he'll be on Decibel Geek uh, explaining like how he's sending everybody to Dubai by- <laughs> packages, you know, something like that. Well, that's but true. Anyway, I thought that was kind of funny. Yeah, a little tone deaf. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I would think if. That would at least be in the back of my mind that I still haven't delivered on these fairly expensive products. And this one destination is going to trigger the people that are waiting for that. So maybe I don't share that trip on social media. Yeah, maybe not.
4: That's what I'm saying.
0: Another Eric Church moment. You know what I mean? like a middle finger to your fan. I think we call that Paul Stanley churching it. He churched it. Mhm sure did. So far into this into 2022 we've had a decent number of kind of well-known artists released uh their first record in a few years and the Red Hot Chili Peppers are one. And I don't know, I, I had a I I was okay with that Black Summer song a little bit. I haven't really dug into too much of the other stuff. I've heard about four songs. Nothing really clicked with me too much. It is nice that Frushani's back in the band. I I do like he's my favorite guitarist for them, but not the biggest Chili Peppers fan to be honest with you. Have you had a chance to listen to it? Oh yeah, but but well, we can. You can go on record. To the fact, that blood sugar, sex, magic—that was a,
4: a banger of an album. You liked that back in the day, yeah. I mean, that-
0: I thought they would be one of those bands that I was like, they've hit their stride. This is now a band I am going to be with until they they keep put, stop putting out product. And I held in for a couple more records, but really, Californication was probably the last one that that I bothered buying. When John uh, returned
4: to the band, it was Californication. By the way. Stadium, Arcadium, and then he bailed again for the last yeah. whatever it's been 12, 12 years. 13 and and years. This,
0: yeah. And here's how, here's how to touch I was until yeah. I think the last record or the one before, I didn't even know. I wasn't aware he was not in the band until I saw him on a live performance. So gotcha. Probably the yeah. Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> okay. Oh, did he, was he, I didn't
4: even remember if he, it, I don't think he, he was out, he, he was out of the been.
0: band by that point, but anyway. Okay. Okay.
4: Um, but yeah, so, so because because John was back in the band, this is why I was going to give it a shake. And yeah, Black Summer came out and that song is okay. The first part, it's, but it kind of sounds like we've mentioned, like a little bit of like almost a Red Hot Chili Peppers, almost like a parody, yeah. like how he enunciates and says, China, China yeah. or something like that in the yeah. song. There's, it's, just, it's just a lot of goofy enunciations. But um, here's my summary for the album. And I've listened to it twice. And first thing was really hoping for more songs. <laughs> that's that's my my first my first comment. Yeah. Seventeen tracks, seventeen tracks is what's on this this thing. So when you look at that from any kind of artist, you know, let's call it. Uh, what do you call this type of artist? What, what are we calling? Legacy a, act, classic artist, the uh, legacy. Yeah, there you go, a legacy act. You know that that when you you see seventeen tracks in an album, that's never good. Give me ten. You know those aren't just prime cuts of meat. That's a
0: fair generalization, um, I think.
4: Yeah. Um, but here, so, so my quick summary of the album is eh, three or four good songs. Okay, there's that's out of those 17 <laughs> The go to
0: loose cannon review. Eh, three or four good uh, songs. Are they, are they all by by really? chance all at the, the beginning? <laughs> <laughs> no, on Whoa. this one, they,
2: they uh,
4: amazing, amazingly, no, they um, so of LC 17 batch tracks, two review. Yes. So, so what I've seen a lot too, is that, you know, these groups like I am vinyl and things like that. So you're like, yeah, this is better than I expected and blah, 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 blah. And I, I see these comments and it's what I can tell you is this, here's, here's what you need to do. You go, you download your black summer. You've already heard that song. There is one great song on the album. I'll go to bat for this song all day. And that's called here ever after that is actually track two. And as the, Only one that seems to have a lot of John guitar on it, too. Because I'll tell you what, this entire album, yes, Flea has always been a prominent part of the sound. But they, and the mixing board, Flea went there and just cranked that fucking bass to 10. Because these are the most bass-heavy leading to the fact that sometimes you don't even hear the guitars in it. Thumpity-bump-bump songs, like almost like P-Funk but not okay. that great.
0: He went on, uh, he, he was just recently talking about the, 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 the mix and the mastering of this record. They, they claim they, they, they didn't use any compression, which would bring a little bit of that, that bass into the mix a little, but anyway, I don't know.
4: It just seems to be really jumping out all over these songs. Um, and I like fleet, but it's just a little, whatever. Uh, very few courses. the were the reasons I'm saying. here ever after great guitar, great melody, great, great everything a lot of these they just go all over the fucking place the other ones i'll say is these are the ways decent bastards of light that also shows that we're running out of song titles um uh heavy wing but there are some songs like poster child and one-way traffic which sound like poster child is one of those those uh by, by the way do you know what the working title of poster child was uh
2: steve
0: no it was burn bitch burn burn bitch burn okay I thought it was going to be more the of a poster da- child. There seems to be a lot of Danzig influence in some of these titles with Heavy Wings and Black Summer, but anyway.
4: <laughs> Come on. Burn bitch burn. Poster child for the worst worst kiss song? Uh,
0: that's not a bad joke, but it's pretty pretty dry and deep. Uh you see, that's the, we made a joke it's earlier for two people. <laughs> that one might be for one person, so <laughs> That's right. Now if a um, song was called like Log then I think it would be a little more broad-based. Uh, so Or like wooden log.
4: Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Anyway, so th- <laughs> then <laughs> what about, uh, what's that song off of A Hot at the Shade? That's the other poster child song. The big, the, the, Betrayed. Dick, the read my body. Read my body. Read my body. It's a, Read my body was the second choice. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm going to beat this to the ground. You're really trying too
0: hard. <laughs> You know what? Post the child is this is? Is. <laughs> me not reading the room? That's yeah, another. That was, there, <laughs> yeah. that was another. Yeah, that, was, that was another title. <laughs> <laughs> oh god!
4: Uh, something you should do just for yourself. Oh, All right. So um, yeah. this album. The other summary of this album is it made me guilty listening to it. Like I felt. I live. It, I, I was like, I am get, taking time away from artists that much better deserve my attention and everything <laughs> like that. It's one of those things. than trying to, we do these sometimes. This is this is the definition of a sequel album. It also I said like, okay, let me just go back and see the difference. All I have to say is this: listen to this album, which uh, even the name of the give me the goddamn name of the album because it's almost already left my mind. Oh my god! I universal.
0: Can't remember it. Oh, Universal Love. Universal.
4: Universal Love Biscuit Drop. No, or whatever. it's just Universal yes, Love. All right, so uh, when you listen to this, it's this thing where you're like, you're trying to like it, that kind of deal. Then all you have to do is I go back to, the, I was like, okay, let me let me see if I'm missing something. I listened to, but by the way, by the way, that album, two, uh, early 2000s, last great Chili Peppers album. I actually will endorse that one. That track, that title is fucking banger. Can't Stop is on there. You just go back and listen to that and then you listen to this. And you realize what's all what's missing. It's that kind of album. Mm -hmm. That's my summary.
0: I do. I was surprised that you cared enough to to even get into this. But there is one thing uh, that you said there that I I wanted to just take a moment and say I'm very proud of you for is that like you know when you were saying like I'm I'm taking time away from blank. I I assumed you were going to talk about your family or children, but of course you did not. You said other bands. Uh, So, (laughs) are you proud of me about that? I'm very proud.
4: Up, you sent me over a link. You said, "Watch this video." It was quite epic. And, and anytime it says, and anytime a video has this in the title, Brett Michaels, <laughs> I'm all in. I'll give it a watch, and uh, I was not disappointed.
1: Uh nothing like a good old school thermos right here. Delicious beverage while I'm out here hiking, and uh, and also great if you want to get creative. I'm out here sometimes and idea comes into my head I just start panning it out like it
2: I call my baby on the telephone three hundred sit a motor no yeah
1: Get out here, a little old school thermos. Remember, not all of us that roam are lost. I like the hike, like the journey, love to travel, get creative, keep an old school thermos. And
4: how did you come upon this video? And uh, what, are, what are we, what are we talking about here?
0: We have uh, listener Keith Rockford to thank for this. I'm not sure how I missed this because I do uh, follow Brett Michaels on Twitter, but again, I'm not great on Twitter either. <laughs> uh, but Brett Michael, this is actually a TikTok video that has been shared on Twitter and is. Space oh, Facebook your new your new jam. Yeah, my, my new jam. So Brett Michaels, he's over there on the TikToks just like Cobras and Fires is. Oh nice. Uh but no, Keith okay. Rockford was kind enough to tag us in this. Uh he basically just said, Cobras and Fire, here's some more comedic material. And I watched it. Now we, we've had this for a little while. We've been sitting on this because we just with other stuff going on, it just kind of got sidetracked, but I I I saw it was still on the list. So I'm like, fuck, we gotta get into this before it gets too late. Yeah, so uh, I don't know well to describe it for the people. Basically, Brett Michaels, I think what he's trying to do is be like one of those influencers, right? But you, you notice he's basically uh-huh. pimping something called an old-school thermos. Now, I tried to find information on this, but I could not find the product. Everything, he doesn't tag anything in any, any of the social media stuff. But uh, so- Okay, okay.
4: So he needs a little bit of— ref- Little coaching, actually
0: adding a link to the product where you can buy it in the post. Yeah, Good. so uh, yeah, for for uh, people older than us, which is probably most of our mm-hmm. audience, uh, an influencer yeah. is someone who goes on social media and like will just be like, here I am in a bikini with a uh, some some new brand of tea or something like that or the sh- some product in general and then they get paid based on how many likes or clicks or whatever that kind of stuff and sure. uh uh fucking people make a living doing this nonsense anyway. don't
4: forget to include a, don't include he, he, did he remember to include a referral code
0: no nothing you know, uh, nothing Brett, at all just Brett. what you hear in the video oh, is man, this easy. guy so he's learning but the the best thing okay. about this was like how lazily this thing was staged. He's like, well, when I'm out for a hike, I always make sure I have my old school thermos. And by hike, he means he pulled his car off the Pacific Coast Freeway or highway there in California. <laughs> uh, you see traffic. You know, it's like this is where you're hiking. <laughs> you, know, and, you know, and look, the guy's in shape. I'm not saying he doesn't go for a hike. I'm saying he didn't put effort into this fucking video. Uh, and and what it's like, they must have a tag like just because you're you're just because you roamed. Doesn't mean you're lost, Uh and never. Ooh, I, I like it. Yeah,
4: never roam without your I've, old school. I've seen that. I, I've seen that on uh, many inspirational posters right above my toilet.
0: Yeah, for once. I actually just took for a one. marker out and wrote it on my bathroom wall. Um Yeah, why wouldn't you? It's it gets me
4: going. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, the, the cell phone, the cell phone video, the cell phone camera was. Positioned quite awkwardly. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure he Ayo, was alone. Too. Not the best.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like he like oh, didn't even have yeah, somebody no, helping was, him shoot
4: this. You know? No, no, no. This was this was him and a rock. Him, nature, and a highway. Just yeah. to the left. Yeah.
0: <laughs> By the left, you mean right behind him, in clear view of everything. <laughs> that too. <laughs> So, yeah, I mean, we could probably share the video uh, for people listening to this episode. Uh, of course, you've already heard some of the audio by this point. But yeah, then he starts playing bongos on the fucking thing. He's like, he's inspired to. Re- Look, this thing doesn't just quench me with a, a delicious beverage. You know, maybe you have a song idea. And he whips this gem out.
2: I call my baby on the telephone. Hurry home, Red
4: I like Brett because he thinks he sees this as not just a thermos, but it is a multi-purpose, you know, uh, purchase he's made. It you can use it as like like you just said, it's a bongo, it's an instrument. Yeah, what else could it be? Like it's a trans. To me, this is like the the this is the same thing as a transformer. It's like watching the transformer movie. Mm. Look what you can do!
0: I got a great, if not possibly, ridiculous idea for this for people who are that's too gross. Oh. Look, that's I, I I think that
4: went a little off the rails there. That's I all can't right. Keep that so you're in
2: saying there. it's like a okay. giant
4: dildo. You can also use just, just boom. Okay,
0: that way you can kind of still you know, the, keep your hands clean.
4: Yeah, it's, it's it's the Optimus Prime of 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 thermoses. It's a bongo and.
0: Yeah, was, no matter where you roam, you can always rock a tune. That's what he. Uh, yeah, yeah the, that's right. If you, you know, and if you're a fan of this kind of stuff, you can go to his Twitter page and read the comments. There, there's some uh, comedy gold there. Like someone commented oh, that, like, okay. well, "Watch out, Brett. You kind of started like Elvis there."
3: <laughs>
0: I said, oh, oh yeah, Don't do like that.
4: All I know is that when I saw the video, I was like, "Please, can you use this as a drum?" Is 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 basically all I was hoping. And, and my my dreams came true. So.
1: Uh, Thank
0: you, Brett. When I first watched, it, I didn't realize what was going on, and then I'm like, "Wait a yeah. second! He's trying to be like Kylie Jenner or something like that." Here, you know, I don't know, I don't know who's a fucking influencer. I just, I think it's great
4: because I've been like, when I'm on a hike, sometimes I do want to, to. I was like, "What? I really wish I had a, a, a set of bongo drums with me," and then there they are. It's in my, it's in my backpack. So I think it's great, Brett. I think you've, you've, you've really uh, expanded your audience. And, um, you know what, I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of pissed because he didn't actually call this segment, rock your thermos.
0: Yeah. You know, he, a couple missed opportunities there. Uh, and also like he didn't like carry an extra bandana with him wrapped around the thermos. You know, he could have done that. That's true. get a little See? go to like a hobby lobby, get a little novelty cowboy hat to put on the thermos cap. You could put that on the stage and people probably think it's Brent Michaels
4: for a, <laughs> for, a, for a poison show. Just get like the same, same.
0: making a six foot tall thermos and slide it out there with a fucking cowboy hat on it <laughs> right. uh, He's
4: using backing tracks <laughs> yeah. and if you love backing tracks, you' love poison.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. Oh, God. Well, I, 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 uh, thanks so much, Keith, for that. Did you have any more on that? Any, any more? Uh... I think the audio speaks for itself, even Yeah, we've definitely spoke for it. Thank you, Brett. That was amazing. You've always given us a lot of uh, oh good material over the years. And thanks, uh, Keith Rockford. Yeah. Keep them coming if you see something like that, because uh, this stuff does slip through the cracks from time to time, and this was too good it not does. to share.
4: Especially, we don't want to miss, I mean, Brett is a top five mascot for the show. Yeah. so. I would, I would
0: say. Yeah, who Put we got? Here. Brett, Tommy Lee, Bobby Blotzer, Gene Simmons, Sebastian Bach, Sebastian Bach Eddie Ooh, Trunk, a, yeah. Doyle. <laughs> yeah. He's more of a <laughs> punching bag. Yeah, he's good for nights. Hey, a lot of guys wish they could say that. Yeah, it's true. You hey, know. All right, I think we all we brought. It. So,
4: uh, what do you think? That was a whole episode of uh, of going down memory lane, pretty much for the majority of it. <laughs> Did you enjoy it, people? Oh, I had fun. How about you, Elsie? Uh, great time. It's like the Chris Farley episode. You know the uh, what was it? Remember that one time? How's, how's that go? <laughs>
0: that was great. Yeah, I don't think uh, what are they great. call It's that, awesome. But, yeah, yeah I remember that time you were in the Beatles.
4: That was really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. It's <laughs> awesome. So so nervous. Hope everybody listen. Every seven years. We get to do it. That's the rules. That's the beginning of season
0: seven, people. Batch seven. Batch seven, yeah. <laughs> well, this has been fun, of course. Uh, always good to catch up with you. You want to get out of here? I do. All right, man. Ruck's not dead. It just turned seven in dog beers.
2: We all carry the cross and speak what we're taught. And money become the white man's god. We've burned all our bridges one too many times The time has come now to draw the line You know you've got to stand, stand
4: telephone No that is that is a that is a poisoned lyric
2: Oh my
1: god It's NFL draft season and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football